Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, episode 231. I'm your host, Emily Aries, and today I am excited to answer a listener-submitted career conundrum with today's boss tip, which is all about what to do when promotions, raises, or bonuses are canceled due to COVID-19. So just last week, I got an email with a great career conundrum from Lee from Vancouver, who's a longtime listener. Uh, and she first starts off her email by saying, I just listened to this week's podcast with Amanda Montel. That's the episode about whether girl boss is that inspiring or, or empowering as you think. Spoiler alert, it's not. And she says she loved it. Quote, you both put into words so many of the things I feel when I hear the terms girl boss and even boss babe, and I can't wait to get my hands on Amanda's book, Word Slut, which, by the way, since our recording of her interview, I have just consumed Word Slut via Audible, which I am loving and highly recommend. I'll link to that episode with Amanda Montel in today's show notes. So here we go. Lee's career conundrum. She first says, I've hesitated writing this in as I'm very aware that a lot of people, including my family members and friends, are facing job uncertainty. But my conundrum is also a direct result of the world we're living in right now, and I'm sure there are others who can relate. Last fall, I had a biannual goal check-in with my boss. During this meeting, I started the conversation that come my annual review in the spring, aka now, that I'll be asking for a job title change along with a decent salary increase of about 10%. She was incredibly receptive and started the work to gain approval for this change to come into effect this spring. But fast forward to where we are now, all annual reviews, bonuses, and raises have been canceled and we have a company-wide hiring freeze. I acknowledge that I'm already grossly underpaid for the work that I'm doing, and I'm feeling heartbroken and undervalued. I know there are positions out there that allow me to grow and reach my career and salary expectations, and have been contacted recently by a recruiter, but I also love the mission of the organization that I work for. In this current climate, I can't help but feel a little bit selfish when I think about restarting this conversation again with my boss and to share just how important it is for me to get to that promotion and raise we discussed, otherwise I will consider other jobs that allow me to reach these goals. How do I even begin this conversation with my boss while omitting the fact that I'm actively job searching? All right. First of all, there are so many elements to this career conundrum. Lee, thank you so much for calling them in. I'm sure there are lots of folks who can relate. Given the current climate, it is a wild, wild west kind of world out there in that a lot of different employers are handling things widely differently. For example, some workers on the front lines of this challenge, like an you know, retail workers in Amazon and at Target have received pay bumps. I would argue that more people on the front lines in hospitals and lots of other places should be receiving hazard pay and pay raises as well. But not all workplaces with workers on the front lines have delivered 
on that level either. Meanwhile, in the public sector, all kinds of public employees are experiencing pay bumps, hours reduction, mandatory time off that's unpaid, all kinds of ways that lots of public sector employers are saying, listen, we do not have the money we thought we were going to have to pay you anymore. So we have to take some steps back. Here in Colorado, our state legislature is going through terrible cuts right now because we're in a state that has to pass a balanced budget every year and our tax revenue is so low. Um, lots of public sector employees are going to be laid off. And then on the, in the private sector, it is just in the private sector, it is widely varied with some companies kind of taking the Simon Sinek approach that he outlines in Leaders Eat Last and actually paying employees more. Whereas based on the industry, based on the market, some businesses are booming and hiring like gangbusters. And some, of course, like higher ed are just crumbling and The mass amount of uncertainty is what the challenge is here. So not knowing what industry you're in, it's hard to get a sense for when or how or whether your particular organization and industry will be impacted. So first and foremost, you've got to consider the industry specifics. If you're in higher education, for example, you're going to be less likely to just turn around and get hired by another higher education institution right now. And you might have no choice but to stick it out and wait for your long-awaited, promised, I wouldn't even call it a raise, I would call it a pay rectification. (laughs) So your option of whether to stay or go has to be compared to your best alternative. And that is very different. Now, given that you've already been contacted by a recruiter, I think it's safe to assume that you're in an industry that's not completely crumbling right now, in which case you have got to explore your options. It is very difficult to threaten to leave an employer without an actual written formal job offer on the table. And in this case, if you need to persuade your higher ups to deliver on what was promised to you verbally, you're going to have to rattle the saber a little bit louder than just alluding to how important the raise is to you. Now, it's a very assertive move but it is a very understandable one. Don't search for jobs just to search for an offer to use as a a chip on the bargaining table. You have to search for jobs you would actually be willing to leave your job for and truly understand that your employer has options and you have options. That is always the case. Getting clarity on what your best alternatives are is a key step here as well. Because it's really a lack of clarity in terms of what your next steps are and what your options are that leads to this frustration and this this negative feeling of being heartbroken and undervalued. It's important to try, even though you feel passed over, you got to try to assume that people have best intentions here. So have that conversation with your boss. Tell them how frustrated you are. Try to empathize with them and say, I understand there's a lot of uncertainty right now. Can you give me any sense of timeline? Because for me, this is a very scary time as well, and I have to do what's best for myself and my family. So have the empathy of what your boss may be going through because you don't know whether mass layoffs are coming or not. Try to get a sense of clarity from them as to when and whether and how they see their personnel plan playing out in the coming months and year. And then be clear with them what's going on with you. I have to do what's in the best interest of my family and my loved ones and myself. 
And I know it can feel selfish to say that, but what you want to do is bring to the conversation an empathic approach that acknowledges and validates the employer's needs and then unapologetically stating what your needs are. When you bring that framework of, I understand you have concerns, I understand you have bottom line needs that need to be met, I too have bottom line needs that need to be met. And this is a point of frustration for me as well. So that you can kind of acknowledge that both people have something to lose here and both people, both parties, I should say, have something to gain as well by finding a way forward. Now, when considering your options, once you get a sense of hopefully clarity from your employer through that kind of a conversation, or regardless of whether or not you do, because some people might say, I have no idea. We're taking things one day at a time. We're taking things one month at a time. I can't make any promises right now. And that's a real situation that a lot of people find themselves in right now. Consider asking for something else instead. Consider asking for something else that would mean a lot to you, like professional development funds in the meantime, or flexibility in the meantime, or added PTO in the meantime, something that would have less of a direct financial cost to the organization, but would still help you derive a sense of progress and forward momentum in your career. At the end of the day, you have to really think about what this promotion, raise, or bonus means to you. Is it about financial need? Is it about savings goals that you have? Is it about being bored at work, frustrated at a lack of progress in your career, deriving a sense of identity from your work and wanting to feel valued, wanting to feel challenged, wanting to feel that forward momentum? Because once you can identify what the raise, promotion, or bonus really means to you beyond the money component, uh, you can go about thinking about creative ways to get that need met elsewhere. So perhaps you want to derive a sense of forward progress in your career and life by developing auxiliary professional skills. That's why a lot of women are joining our Level Up program right now, our six-month leadership accelerator, which is to prepare themselves for making the case for that next raise or that next promotion into management. But if it's really about financial need, think about asking for the time you need to pursue income elsewhere in the form of contract work, in the form of a side hustle. You know, if your employer can't give you what you want financially, maybe they can give you back what you need, aka time, to go have that need met elsewhere. So it's really a time to get creative with problem solving. Put the problem in front of you and your employer to tackle together, not between you and your employer, as though it's two enemies battling out to the death with one winner and one loser at the end of the day. To be clear, getting another job is probably an option for you, especially if you've been contacted by a recruiter. I wouldn't default to staying where you are out of a sense of loyalty or otherwise satisfaction, because this is a big part of job satisfaction is how much you feel valued and not heartbroken, as you say. So I've seen through the hired program, our job search accelerator, many women landing offers right now, if they're in industries that haven't been completely devastated by COVID, landing competitive offers and even negotiating those job offers. The sad reality is that One of the fastest ways to get a raise is to get a new job. And employers who are smart have been more willing to play ball to retain their people. And you really don't know how willing they are to do that until you get another job offer and bring it to the table. It sounds to me like you might benefit from going that route 
not only so that you can actually and truly explore your options, because you might be able to make $30,000 somewhere else, and that might be a no-brainer for you. Or you might be getting an offer that's $30,000 more than what you have now and still wanting to stay where you're at and bringing that offer to your current employer and saying, listen, I would love to stay, but this is an offer I can't refuse, especially during this troubling time. I have to do what's in my, my best interest. Is there anything you can do to match this so that I can turn this down and, and continue on here as we discussed? Now, the one final caveat I want to include in today's conversation is the difference between a promise and a written formal offer. Now, Lots of employers right now can claim an act of God, as in this contract is null and void because of force majeure clauses in most people's contracts, which basically say, hey, there's been an act of God, aka a global pandemic that none of us could have seen coming. So this offer is now void. This promise of a promotion is now void. However, check your paperwork. It sounds like in your case, Lee, this was a discussion, not a formal written offer of a raise. If you have scheduled raises that you are, quote, eligible for, that is not the same as a formal written promise that is enforceable via contract. If you do have a formal written contractual raise offer or bonus, as many people do have bonuses, double check the legalese around that. Talk to an attorney if you need to. Because employers can't just retract offers without reason, without cause. If they have a force majeure clause in their contract, then the coronavirus absolutely fits the bill. But not every contract does. So I do want to say check the legality of your offer or bonus or scheduled pay bump being retracted before taking any of the advice that I just gave into account. You do want to check your legal rights and make sure you're advocating for yourself as needed. This is a tricky situation, Lee. You are not alone. These are tough circumstances for everybody. And employers have tough choices to make here. But I have to admit, you have every right to judge the hell out of your management and out of your company for how they are dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. And there are plenty of people coming through our doors here at Bossed Up who are saying this is the final straw that broke the camel's back. The way that they're treating their employees here, myself included, is the reason why I'm looking for a new job right now. So if this is a moment for you, if this is a deal breaker for you, I would listen to your gut and go out and try to find something better. Remember, every employer has options. They can lay people off. They can take out a loan. They can defer raises, right? These are all creative financial options that companies have to get through this mess. And you as an employee have options too, but it is incumbent upon you to explore those options, to be as persuasive as possible when talking through your options with your current manager or boss, and to keep in touch with us, right? And to crowdsource with this community and to lean on one another and figure out a path forward that's best for you without apology. I encourage you to go forth with that sense of confidence in your worth. You have skills that are worthy of fair compensation. Let's not martyr ourselves. Even amidst a global pandemic, this is not a good time to adopt a martyrdom mindset. 
but to go out there and advocate for what you need to be sustainable and to not be heartbroken and to feel valued moving forward. I wish you the absolute best, Lee. Thank you for writing in with this career conundrum. If you've got a career conundrum you want me to unpack on a future podcast, write it in to BossedUp at info at BossedUp.org or send in a voicemail at 917-668-BOSS or 2677. That's the Bossed Up podcast hotline. I would love to hear from you there. And if you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend right now. You can find links to lots of related materials, including our job search guide, which is totally free, details on Hired, my three-month job search accelerator program, for which we just have about two, I think it's one or two as of this recording, spots left for our June 1st cohort of Hired. And you can find details on Level Up, our brand new six-month leadership accelerator program that's also starting June. June 1st, head to bossedup.org slash level up to get the details or head to bossedup.org slash episode 231 for show notes from today's episode and lots of links for more reading and further listening delight. Until next time, keep Boston in pursuit of your purpose and together let's lift as we climb. 